well, we've been kind of bothered about this scuttlebutt about what's going on Excuse about me, giving I'm and tithing. And Gary, what prompted me to come up here is something he said, and you know, and the, the old, uh, you know, some very prominent faith people. Um, they're saying things in the Old Testament. They're saying. You know, uh, what did you say, Gary, in Isaiah, you know? <clears throat> they're quoting those scriptures, but yet when they come to Malachi, they're saying, oh, no, uh-uh, that's not right. Malachi, Malachi, Malachi 3, verse 8, we all know it, you know? But I think what people don't really understand is, <clears throat> I mean, I can't understand why they don't understand this. You go, when you start, when you go to Genesis and, and Abraham tithes to, it's at 14, he, he tied to the king of Salem, Melchizedek, right? He came out of battle, and we all know the story. I mean, Gary already preached on this. I don't want to reiterate it, but he, there was all this spoil. And he said, and he felt led to give to Melchizedek 10%. Why 10%? I have no idea. But that was what the Lord instructed. I mean, that was he was led to do. And so that was part of a spiritual law, okay? That isn't, wasn't, and then you come along, and then Jacob, uh, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, and I heard this teaching, and, and it, it is so good. And, and you know, I don't, I don't want to skip over it real lightly, but in Genesis... 27, I believe it is. I don't like I said, I didn't prepare to do this, but um, Jacob. Ah, 28, 28. There was might have been a time that they, we don't know that they kept tithing, but God kept blessing, and so we do we do perceive that Abraham continued to tithe. And did Isaac? Well, we don't know. But then Jacob comes along, and could there be a time that the tithe was starting to, they were starting to forget the tithe? So God gave Jacob a dream. Now, God spoke to the prophets. Jacob was, he spoke to the prophets. He spoke to people, but he spoke to prophets in those times through dreams and visions, sometimes direct, sometimes he appeared. God appeared. But he spoke to Jacob in a vision where Jacob saw a ladder going up to heaven, and you can read it, it is verse 20, um, chapter 28, and he saw angels going up the ladder and down. And it says in um, verse 13 of 28, well, I'll go, I'll go to 12. Then he dreamed and beheld a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached the heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, 
the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I give to you, your descendants, and your descendants. And Jacob then at that time, he awoke from his dream down in verse 16. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. How many of us have been in the place where God has put us and we did not know it? We did not perceive it. And so, and he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gates of heaven. And verse 20, it all goes on down. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way, I am going, um, I am going, comma, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. Verse 22. And the stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. God had to remind Jacob to give, to give a tenth so God could keep his blessing going. And what happened? <laughs> you remember the story? Laban, he went to see his, his future, his father-in-law, and his father-in-law robbed him of, and he said, if you take care of my sheep, you can marry my daughters, et cetera, et cetera. But he, Jacob, um, Laban robbed from Jacob, and he, he made a deal with him. Okay, you can have all the, uh, well, no, Jacob said to Laban, if you give me all the spotted and sheep, then, you know, you can have all the other sheep. Well, then Laban went into the uh, pasture and into the flock and had his sons take all of the spotted and speckled sheep. He robbed him of his contract or his agreement. So you know what this tithe did for Jacob? Jacob was led by the Lord to put, I mean, this is crazy. White sheep bear white lambs, right? What Jacob did was put, he, God said, put all these rods and put stripes in them and spots in them and, and lay them in front of them when they come to the feeding troughs and they mate, and they mate. <coughs> and he, start, he did that. And you know what happened? That tithe empowered God to come down to the earth and actually change the DNA of those sheep. You know what? That's the blessing of the Lord, to take the supernatural and bring it down to the earth. Yeah, and so anyway, as we go on here, I just wanted to bring, and, then, and of course then the law came and they still tithed. But Malachi 3, you guys, Malachi 3 is not the Levitical law. It's a spiritual law. And so if... If Abraham did this tithe, and if the Levites did the tithe, we're here in the time of grace. 
We're not under the Levitical law, but we hook up with the spiritual law. And that's what Malachi 3 is. And so, well, Malachi 3, 8. And I know Gary already went over this, so I won't have, I won't. But I just want to say, we bring, we, we bring our tithes and we give them unto the Lord. We give them to Jesus. You know what I mean? And the whole, I think the whole plan of God, Gary hit today, John 3.16. You know, God gave his only son that we all might come and be saved. The harvest. Well, how do we get that out? Like he mentioned, it does take money. And, I, and I'm not saying to give money. To, you know, this, that. You, we give money to where God tells us to give. But when we do, God will open the windows of heaven for us and pour out such a blessing or an empowerment that there will not be room enough to receive it. You understand? Not only will you be provided for, but you'll be able to provide for others. You are being a blessing to others. Amen? But here's what is really good. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit in its field. And the Lord says of hosts, all the nations will call you blessed. Amen, amen. There is no way I am, we are going to go along. I don't know what's happening. Why is this happening to the, these powerful ministries? Why is this happening? Well, I think I know it's devourer trying to steal the fruit of our ground. So we, this, the move of God that's coming, this harvest that's coming, I'm telling you guys, there's going to be healings. Like, it's going to be marvelous. And why not here in the Black Hills? It's, if it's happening in Colorado, we saw it. We were there. And we even heard it ourselves. There was a revival going to break out in the mountains of Colorado. Well, it might as well just move up north, I'd say. huh? Amen. Amen. So the devil is not going. And he attacked Gary and I. Gary and I were attacked for our beliefs. But you know what? That just makes us all the more sure we're going on. We are going on with the plan of God. And we've been obedient. Now we're really obedient, but we're willing. Oh, man, are we willing <laughs> now? Amen. But here is, a, this is really a good, a good thing, and I wrote it down. The secret of the tithe. The tithe is letting God touch the thread that touches everything else. The tithe is letting God touch the thread that touches everything else. Everything we put our hand to shall prosper. Amen. Amen. We're not going to let sickness, we're not going to let disease, we're not, no calamity, no accident. Come back up, Gary. 